Hi, and welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have, reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together, we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your local business owner. You know the one. He secretly wanted eight women to come pleasure him. And he lived it out this weekend. I could be reading from the woman at the coffee house. You know the one you saw. She secretly is looking to have the biggest woman orgy in the world. I could be reading from your next door neighbor. You know the ones. They are secretly having a date night. And she's bringing back a cream pie for him to lick. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or story, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. So I was texting with a friend of mine last night who his wife was out on a date with a very large cock, and he helped her pick out her panties and bra and all of those things that I find completely sexy in a man that a man does to get her ready for a date. No, me, I, I just love a man picking out my panties and, and things like that. Not every day, but you know, when a special someone says, wear that for me, I really like it on you. Makes you feel that much more sexier. So as he was texting me, I could tell he was in this huge sexual frenzy because the texts were coming faster than uh, I could keep up with. They really were. It's almost like uh, when someone's angry and you can't get a word in. It, it's so sexual frenzy and anger is kind of on the same level when it comes to frenzy. So when I see someone in sexual frenzy, I find it completely erotic. And you know why? They're exploring. They're sexploring who they are together. And they're going to get to reconnect that. And being able to witness him just completely always saying, and he was saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over to me, which was completely fine. But I I found it kind of funny, not in a ha-ha way, but Demorna, yeah, this is, you know, I was happy for them. I really was. But so what about you? When you get in the sexual frenzy or you step back after the haze is worn off, do you regret it? Or do you embrace it the next time? If your lover, partner, spouse, whatever we're calling them here, is out and about and they're on a date and they're exploring whatever you two want them to explore or vice versa or even together, when do you get your sexual frenzy? Are you able to hold off before you reach over and fuck their brains out? Hmm something sexy about that, don't you think? I don't know. We're still, you know, right there and comfortably watching everybody else sexplore their boundaries while we enjoy it. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies 
from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I hope you're well. I love your podcast. You tell the stories with such passion and a hint of naughtiness in your voice. What is also great is realizing there are other like-minded people out there. I don't have a story yet, but I hope to promptly. I need your advice, please. If you're able to offer any feedback. I've been married for 18 years, but now my sex life is null and void as my wife has lost interest. I'm not sure why, as she has not explained it. But as we are in our mid-40s, that could be something to do with it. I'm not a boring lover and have always been keen to keep things exciting and spicy and varied. I thought her change had something to do with me, but it turns out she has lost all interest in sex completely. I'm kind of at my wit's end because I have an extremely high libido, and she's the opposite. I even suggested if she wanted an open relationship, she could have it, considering I'm the only lover she's only had. Even the allure of a new experience doesn't change her thoughts. I am wondering if there is something I could suggest that could make her think about wanting intimacy again. I'm at the stage now where I'm considering a mistress or just a regular friends with benefits. However, I don't know where to find one of those. Thanks for your time and take care. Kind regards, a listener. Hello, listener. (laughs) This one took me a while um, to get to, and I apologize for that. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there. In my opinion, she is selfish, completely selfish here. Taking out, remember, we don't have any letters after our name. This is just if a friendly advice, no student loans, I owe a medical school or anything like that, right? In my opinion, if you have done everything you can think of, and then some, then there's nothing you can do. You can't lead a horse to water. You can't do any of these things. What I do suggest, and probably actually most likely what I would do in your shoes, is say, we need to work on this, or I need to find release elsewhere. And possibly even say, this doesn't mean, and then whatever it doesn't mean for you, but it does mean and what this means. And if she's okay with that, then that's fine. And here's the thing. There are couples out there like that. I met them. Every time I go to the vines, I meet somebody like that. I'm just saying, if you want her to participate I don't have the answer to that. My, I guess my answer is she is selfish. I have to, the S thing gets me. So do I think you should keep spinning your wheels on her? No. I think it wanted, I answered somewhat of a question like this while I was there. And someone asked me and I said, same thing. Absolutely nothing you can do. And she is just not into you. It very well could be. She just has no libido. Again, no letters, no, you know, we don't owe any money to schools. That's something for her to check out. But if she's unwilling to go find out, then why? Because I know if I was with my lover and there was problems with me and I enjoyed it at one time and I still was in love with him, guess what I'd be doing? I I would be trying 
everything out there because that's what you do. You take, um, as my best friend says, I, I say it a little differently, but what she says, you are 100% responsible for the 50% part of your relationship. And she just made a decision for both of you. So my advice is if you're already thinking about a mistress or friends with benefits, I think if you should be honest with her about that, because the I have met people in situations you are in that still have good marriages, good relationships, but because of whatever that she is going through or chooses to go through continually that you can seek outside, ask for ground rules, you know, no sleeping over, whatever you guys decide, whatever works for you to. I'm not advocating for one way or another, but if she's unwilling, but wants to stay, this could work for you guys. And maybe this wakes her up. Maybe she likes you going out and having sex with another woman and that sparks it. And she comes home and, you know, she has you watch or whatever you guys do. So that could be a spin on it for you also. But I think that's how I would handle it. I think at some point I would be, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to because of A, B, C, and D. And that's my answer. I'm any suggestions, anybody else? What would you tell Mr. Listener? Dear Nikki, my wife has been pegging me for a couple of years now, and we got to talking about fantasies. She told me one of her fantasies, and I told her my biggest fantasy was to see her with another female. Hers was to see me get pegged by another female. We arranged for this to happen with a female friend, and she told our friend that I wanted to see her have sex with another woman while she had me sitting in the chair, but unable or not allowed to touch or join in. She asked if that was okay. Her friend replied, God, yes, I wanted to fuck you for years, so I'm game. My wife then said her fantasy was to see me getting pegged by another woman, to which she agreed. So, to stop me from touching myself, they used bondage tape on my arms, fastening it around the arms of the chair and also around my ankles to the legs of the chair. So there I was, naked and bound. They got on the bed and started making out, kissing, touching. Then our friend lay her down and started sucking on her 44 double D tits before making her way down her body till she started lapping at her pussy and my clit until my wife orgasmed. Then they swapped and I got to finally see my wife munch on another pussy. By now, my cock was so hard and oozing pre-cum. They finished fucking each other and had a breather. Then they both walked into the bathroom and came out both wearing strap-ons. Our friend said, Shall we get that ass ready? I was then ordered onto the bed. My wife sat in the chair while our friend lubed up my ass. Then she slowly pushed her girly cock into my ass so my wife could see it penetrate me. She slowly started to thrust until my wife said, Oh, you can go harder. Then my wife had me face side of the bed so I could see my wife masturbating to get me even more turned on. My wife then stood up, walked over to the bed, slid her girly cock into my mouth. She then pulled out, and so did our friend, 
who then lay on the bed for me to sit and on the dildo. Whilst I was riding her, my wife then got on the bed and started to suck me till I came in her mouth. She then kissed the other girl and swapped cum. With me spent, they started to suck each other's tits and even fuck some more. What a day to remember. John. Well, hello, John. Side note. So I was, before I get notes right from Darcy, <laughs> he, go, he goes, John got pegged and stuff. Oh, and also lesbian sex. That's, I know that's how he said it in his head anyway, but it made me laugh. It was like, Ooh, lesbian, just typical guy. Ooh, lesbian sex. So <laughs> what are we thinking here? I, I love women are beautiful. And even though I never would, I wouldn't say never, even though I'm not at this moment in my life interested in playing around with a woman, I find it the way men and women play with each other or play with the same sex very different. And I can appreciate and get turned on by both. Watching two women enjoy curves in the way we caress and touch. I get that. That's so hot. And even though I'm not, I'm aroused by the sensations, but I get aroused by watching pretty much any fantasy play out in front of me. I'll be completely honest with that. That's if I don't go to logic land. But yes, most fantasies of playing out, playing out in front of me is extremely exciting for me. And watching two men is in itself very different than watching two women and very appreciative, I might add, very sexy. But so this is something I've not experienced watching a woman, or in this case, two women peg a man. What I absolutely, I'm starting to see more and more men and women willing to be pegged by another woman. I guess the woman thing is kind of more common than the other, but I find it extremely sexy that men are allowing women in some degree, in some fashion or form, be that dominant and be that aggressive and, and, and us get in touch with that side. To see someone let go and just have at it, to have that part of them, is extremely sexy. For most people, this would be a hard no. Though I'm telling you, if this even trickles across your mind, obviously you're not alone. And if it doesn't, what thing that someone next to you would kind of think it's off or they wouldn't do that you want to try with the opposite sex. That I really want to know. Dear Nikki, maybe it's the visual, the contrast of my dark skin on your light skin. Maybe it's the way you match my sexual adventurous nature. But I would love to escape work anytime when you say you want me. Today is one of those days when you say you want me. I waste a little time leaving the office. I arrive at your house during my afternoon lunch break. I start to knock on the door, but you opened it before I do. You walk me into the living room. You start to tell me about your morning. But honestly, I'm looking at your lips. Those eyes. The blonde hair resting on your shoulders. You can tell I'm not hearing your words. You stop talking and say, What? I say you're sexy. I grab you around your hips and pull you in for a kiss. You lead me to the couch, and you take off your pants. I drop my pants to the floor. As usual, I don't have underwear on. You grab my dick and start stroking it. 
I kiss you and have you lay on your back on the couch. Your pussy is wet. I slowly ease inside you and pick up the pace while holding your legs up. I switch between fast pounding thrusts and slow, deep thrust while kissing you around your ankle and down your calf. When I see the hunger in your eyes, I know what you want. I suck on your thigh and then tell you to ride me. You switch positions with me quickly, pushing me down and climbing on top of me. You arch your back and bounce up and down on my dick, taking every inch of me inside you. When you switch to grinding on me, you tilt your head back and I know you're on the edge. And then you let out a slow, drawn out moans as you come all over my dick. I feel you tense up and watch the pleasure cross your face as you begin to squirt. I moan and seek with you and grab hard on your booty. The feeling of your wetness from you squirting has me so excited. I tell you to turn around. I get behind you. I drop to my knees and lick up the juices on your legs, your pussy. I have to be inside you. I stand up and slide inside your pussy. I don't ease into my thrusting this time. I start pounding out hard and fast, watching your ass bounce with each thrust. The visual of your booty bouncing and your pussy gripping my dick has me ready to explode. I can feel my orgasm building. I pull my dick out, grabbing your hair, leading your head to my dick. You open your mouth and wrap your lips around my dick as I fuck your mouth and unload my cum down your throat. I kiss you deeply. We get dressed and leave to go back to our offices. This is one of my many adventures of a poly black male in Montana. M. Well, hello, Mr. M. And you know what? I do want you. <laughs> Would you use that? Is that what you wanted me to say? <laughs> There's some words and phrases I think you guys send on purpose. This is sexy as hell. I'm going to be completely honest. I, a man's a man to me. Um, as long as we're not Yes, I'm not a what they call a true size queen, but I like girth a hell of a lot better than length, mainly because I'm not that deep. <laughs> so it's wasted space if there's too much, and I'd rather have the whole thing slapping against my wet pussy lips. And trust me, I do get really wet, and we've talked about that. So, Mr. M, have we had any other nice adventures in Montana. And I agree with you. There is something about seeing black skin, dark skin, any different color skin on something else. The contrast is very sexy. There's a reason why I love black and white photography. There it's you can take the color and it'd be so bright and vivid and happy. And you take a black and white picture. And it says so much especially when it comes to intimacy and or intimate or erotic and boudoir shots or anything else. There's, you can have a naked woman full color and yes, it's still sexy or a naked man. And it's still sexy to me, you put it in black and white and it says completely something else. Also, it removes some details. So visually we don't know what color hair they have or I guess if they're wax, lack thereof, and if he's bald, 
you know, I guess he could shave his eyebrows. Yeah. Then we wouldn't know, would we? Huh. Well, there went that theory, kind (laughs) of. But you know what I mean? There's something about mystery. There's something about that it speaks to us in ways that it can be anybody, especially if it's done uh, facial obscured. So I think when you have different skin contrasts against a different, you know, against each other, it gives us that. It gives us that, oh, very mysterious, very sexy. And I once saw, and I can't think of the name of it, and I'll have to look it up. There was this sensual erotica video done. And the woman like myself is, well, she was actually paler than I am. And he was doing, he was a a black male doing a very sensual massage. And I remember looking and watching his hands and, oh God, he had great hands. And to watch that, and all he was doing is with oiled hands going up her thighs and around her ass cheeks. And it was just a teasing video. And eventually, yes, it did lead to sex, very sensual sex. I will admit that. But to watch the contrast. mm, Yeah, something else. What do you guys think here? Dear Nikki, let me start by saying I absolutely love the feel of a woman's skin. So about five to six years ago, when I was living in the Southwest, I posted an ad on Craigslist Casual Encounters looking for someone that wanted an erotic massage. I am told I'm very good and was curious to see who might be out there looking. I am married, but was looking for the excitement of someone new to help relax and hopefully pleasure. After several attempts at posting with no real success, I was contacted by someone that shared a picture from a distance that the side angle and didn't know her face, but she had a booty shorts and a t-shirt and her picture was so sexy. She had very long toned legs and a great body. I really thought it was fake. Her email included her name and it was a very unique name. So I googled it and found out that she had a few older photos that were sexy. I was about 35 and I could tell she was probably 15 years older than me, but super sexy. I would have thought it was fake except for the unique name with pictures that seemed to kind of match what she emailed me. We arranged for a time for me to meet her and at a place at a massage, and she even had her own massage table. When I got there, she met me in the parking lot of her apartment complex and walked me to her apartment. I couldn't believe how beautiful she was in real life. We went inside and I took my shoes off. Her massage table was already set up in her front room. She went into the other room to change and came out in a towel. She got some coconut oil from the kitchen, and after giving it to me, she let her towel drop to the floor before climbing onto the massage table. Come to find out, she was really into yoga. She had an incredible body, not just for her age, but any age. She also had some very nice and big fake tits that I was sad were hidden so quickly when she laid face down on the table. I couldn't believe someone so sexy had answered my ad. I began a very long sensual massage for about 40 minutes on her backside. Toward the end, I paid special attention to her ass and teased a little between her legs. She then flipped 
and I worked on her legs, arms, before moving to her upper chest and then stomach, not touching her breast or clit yet. After teasing her around the area for a bit, she whimpered when I got close, and I could tell she really wanted me to touch her erogenous zones. I finally put some oil on her breast and went to work. After a bit, I switched my hands from my mouth and tongue before moving to her clit, where I repeated the process until I brought her to orgasm. This happened a second time, not much later, but the second time, she kept mentioning how great she thought my cock would feel inside of her. I didn't give it to her because I was just enjoying pleasuring her without anything in return. I thought that would eventually happen, but I had to move to another place shortly thereafter. Hopefully I'll make it back to her area soon. But in the meantime, Craigslist casual encounters doesn't exist. And I just don't know the best way to find a new message recipient in Texas. Jake. Hello, Jake. How are we? There's nothing like a sensual massage that it's a way to build up. And it always reminds me of this saying, uh, <laughs> it was probably in the bad spaghetti Westerns, but it's still saying nevertheless that um, Indian build small fire and stay warm. Uh, white man build big fire and freeze. What I mean by this is that going to the small fire, that's what an erotic massage does. It's a very small fire that slowly builds and burns until you're packing, until it's too much, until you need the release. Have you added sensual erotic massage to your play? Is it something that you would explore with your lover? When I was at the Pines, place is really becoming my second home. Rhonda, the owner, the goddess there, she offered me two candles and I am interested in hot wax play. That's something I don't know if I've, by the way, guys, I'm intrigued by hot wax play. I don't know if I mentioned that or not yet. So I thought these were can like for hot wax play. And she said, no, they're actually hot oil massage. Well, someone got went skinny dipping after said candles were given and fried. So needless to say, there was no hot erotic oil massage going on at all. So when I go back in two weeks, guess who's hitting up the, yeah. So I'm asking you this, could you, would you do it? Touch is a way to communicate when sometimes verbally we can't say anything. Sometimes touch, actually all the time touch, can really communicate your desires and tease the hell out of you. Yeah, that's what his fingers say anyway. Dooniki, I just discovered your podcast. Your voice is incredibly hot. Your stories you read are so sexy. I hope this one lives up to the high standards you've set. So my wife Chrissy and I played as swingers for about a decade in our marriage. One of our favorite couples were dear friends, whose wife sadly grew bored with playing. But her husband did not. And my wife Chrissy certainly wanted to play with him. Nick would come over when he could, and they would disappear to fuck. 
sometimes in the back of his SUV, or sometimes at our local golf course at night, and sometimes, my favorite times, in our basement. I could hear them from the door at the top of the basement stairs. They knew I'd listen, though Chrissy told me not to. I could also creep outside and watch them through the basement window, though my view was obscured, but my absolute favorite time of all was the first time they sort of let me participate. I sat at the top of the stairs listening to Nick pleasure my wife. She'd moan loud when he ate her pussy, and he could fuck for what seemed like forever. They'd go through several positions each time. I knew because of the times I'd watched them through the window. This night, I was tempted to go outside and watch, but then I heard them finishing and heard him come. He always came inside her since he had a vasectomy. I heard her giggle, and then him ask her something. Chrissy yelled upstairs to me. I went down there casually, acting like I hadn't just heard them both come. She sat on the floor, leaning back against him, his legs wrapped around her from behind. His hands cupped her breast, and she ordered me between her legs. I saw her glistening lips and saw his white, salty gift leaking from her swollen pussy. I crawled to her, mesmerized. My lips met her lower lips, and I tasted him in her. She pushed her hips into my mouth. I definitely tasted him. And the more I licked, the more I tasted them both. She held my head, and I saw her pushing back onto Nick, his hands all over her breast and stomach, and he said, Holy shit, breathlessly as I ate her with vigor. Seeing her reaction spurred me on. I wanted to make her come too. I wanted to show her that I could please her like he could. But it wasn't like he could, was it? His cock did this to her. His cock claimed her and filled her with a seed. All I had was a gifted tongue. My cock hadn't had done this to her. This wasn't even my cum. I was literally licking her clean, basically worshipping them both, showing them that I desired not only her, but his come as well. She did come, pulling my hair into her face. I nearly suffocated as she ground her pussy into me. Her convulsions eventually stopped. Nick was breathless. Chrisley was breathless. I was definitely breathless, but my face was also covered in cum. His cum and her come, and I loved it. Laying there on my stomach, I looked into her loving eyes and said, thank you. This would happen seven more times. My friend Nick still reminds me about that first time I swallowed his cum from her pussy and that he claimed it. It's a little humiliating, but truth is, I love it. And I did it several more times for them, but that's the first time was the most memorable We moved shortly after those days and haven't seen him in five years. Maybe I should fly him down here to visit. I love your podcast, Nikki. Thank you. Dan. Well, hello, Dan. And absolutely you should. That yes, yes, yes. And more so, yes, I would want, I love this. (laughs) I don't think I can get it out fast enough. I absolutely love this. I love the connection um, that I can tell. And I love that you got to lick and partly reclaim. 
It doesn't sound like I'd be interested into knowing, did you ever fuck her afterwards and completely reclaim? Or are you kind of going into the full cuck quotes in your term of relationship and just, you know, saying your tongue is only good for her when he's around. You caught my eye and I love, I don't know why this really caught my eye and my ear, obviously, but it was kind of a turn on. Maybe it's because I really need my pussy licked. It said, all I had was this gifted tongue. And of course, you know, you were talking about eating your pussy filled with cum. There's for me, there's nothing like when my lover goes down and cleans me after and we kiss. And I've talked about that. It's a very connecting and grounding for us. To me, it's a very another intimacy level for us being together. Um, Don't really know else how to put it but that. So some people do it, some people don't, and that's fine. But I find it incredibly hot. I find it, like I said, connecting. And I love that he gives that to me. So what about you guys? Would you and the person I was chatting with in text last night, I know your answer. (laughs) Let your wife explore her sensual side, her erotic side, her devious side, her naughty slutty side. Did I get that right, Mr. Texter? And then come home and be licked absolutely clean. It's really hot if you think about it. But then again, that's not us. But it could be. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget, my book is still out there. It's still for sale. And if you want one signed reach out to me and I'll give you a way to do it. I will be at the Natural Pines from September 8th. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 8th to the 20th of September. I will be putting on a live show just like the one you small over small saw over on Smutify. So if you have not seen it, it's up to be streamed over there. I had to put it over there because, you know, hey, by the way, uh, disclaimer, there are adult situations and language, um, i.e., not quite sex, but close enough. So I can't put it on Facebook or anywhere else. So if you'd like to see what's going on that weekend, head over there. That's the time of show I'll be putting on. And I'd really like to see you there. And in closing, hello lover. I can't wait to try that swing. Oh, and when we go skinny dipping, let's make sure we're not right. So we can try that erotic massage. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous week.